for another episode of the Waste Less, Live More podcast. This is our first episode in 2023. Hope your year's off to a great start. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, We are kicking it off with an episode focusing on local food systems, talking specifically about a wonderful business service, I guess uh, we're so fortunate to have, called um, Local Source here in Evansville. I'm so happy to have Caroline Koenig here with me today. Uh, If you're into natural foods or supporting local, there is a really good chance that you already know who she is. She's worked for small local businesses since 1999. Most recently, she was the produce manager at Albert's Natural Grocery Store for like 11 years, uh, where she was determined to carry as much local produce as possible and had the opportunity to connect with and support many local farmers in the area. So um, when Albert's closed, uh, Caroline began working with Local Source, where she can work directly with the um you know with the owners to build a robust and resilient local food system that works for farmers and us consumers so it's pretty amazing um if you haven't heard of local source i think you're really going to be excited about it and what it offers and if you have heard of it um stay tuned because i think you're going to learn a lot more about it and why it's so great to support so let's get to it Caroline, thanks for joining me today. Hey, Mary. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So I personally love Local Source. You know, I I don't know if you love me loving Local Source because I'm like that customer that you have to call on Thursdays. <laughs> like, There's hey, so, many, so many more than one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All right. No worries. Good. Thanks. Thank you. For um, just to get started, tell folks, what is it? Oh, okay. Well, so Local Source is an online farmer's market. Um, we're meant to be year-round. We run on like a farmer's market model where it's a once-a-week pickup and delivery, uh, but we're a real farmer-focused farmer's mm-hmm. market, and uh, it's all local farmers. There's some that might be considered somewhat regional. Um, mm-hmm. We do mostly food, but there is some other. We've got some personal care products, some soaps, and some yeah. things like that, um, and some like baked goods and such, but primarily uh, farm goods, meat, cheese, eggs, lots of vegetables, fruits, uh, and we're completely online. So yeah. that's the part that can be a little difficult to get used to, mm-hmm. but you have to remember to get online, Look, you look over all the different farmers, um, you can pick and choose amongst them, so it's a little different than a CSA. Um, and, and pick specifically what you want. Exactly what much. you want every mm-hmm. week, um, just the things that are going to work for you. So, yeah, you just put your order in by midnight on Tuesday. The farmers have Wednesday to harvest and get everything together. And then on Thursday, we're ready for pickup and delivery. Amazing. And so in the winter, here we are, January, dead of winter, pretty much here in uh, the Midwest. And, you know, our local farmer's market, which I love to go to in the summer, and it's really convenient for me being downtown. I had my regular things. I'd go down and pick up every Wednesday and, and purchase at the at the market. And so when that's gone and here we come into winter, there really aren't any options. And so this serves such a great need for that year round, obviously. But then especially in the, the winter, it's it's amazing to be able to get fresh foods, meats. And like you said, pick the farmer, you know, you can kind of choose. And then if you don't know much about them, but what's cool is if you do go to the summer's markets, you can typically meet a lot of them and get to know those folks there. And then there are the same, a lot of the same ones you guys carry. Oh yeah. Source, right. Most of our farmers do go to farmer's markets. Um, so they will be people that you're familiar with. If you go to the Franklin street bazaar or the Wednesday market downtown, mm-hmm. um, even a lot of them do Newburgh, but 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, no fruit right now, but even until last week, we had a bunch of greens. There was still some kale. There was still some Napa cabbage. Um, we probably will have spinach back, um, hopefully by the end of January. And then oh, wow. we've got some year-round stuff like the microgreens. Those are year-round. We've got some aquaponic lettuces that are year-round. So even though right now we've got a lot more like meat, eggs, baked goods, but there's still some like locally, like urban farmed greens. We've got yeah. the in- indoor grown mushrooms. And we've got a lot of people that are working really hard to get stuff early and extend their season later. So all the greenhouses and high tunnels and and things like that to where even though there's not a farmer's market, this is somewhere where they can find their customer. Yes, absolutely. That's great. Um, So you say you can, you go online, you can go online and um, I will repeat this later again, but we'll, we'll say it throughout the the podcast, but what is the website? LocalSourceSWI.com. But if you just Google local source, uh, it generally is the first or second entry. Okay. And you can go on any time during the week, but you have to have your order in by? Midnight on Tuesday. Midnight on Tuesday. And then it's ready on Thursday. Thursday, noon to six. Noon to six. And where is that pickup location? Um, Our main hub is downtown. It's on 3rd Street at 111. Uh, We also have a farm pickup out in Newburgh. It's at the beautiful Edibles Farm on uh, Oak Grove Road. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. Mm -hmm. That's great. That is an option for our Eastsiders. Um, And their pickup's a little bit later. I believe they do two to seven Hmm. um, because they come down and pick up those things and take them back to the farm with them. Okay. Um, And we are now offering delivery as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. So what radius of delivery is that? Um, It's 10 miles, right? Well, there's a tier one is 10 miles and tier two is out to 15 miles. We don't think we can uh, deliver to Kentucky right now. Sure. Um, So Indiana only, but that pretty well covers all of Evansville. We'll get you into Newburgh, pretty much all of the north side, except maybe the very furthest range and like well out to the west side. Yeah, sure. That's great. So is there a delivery fee? There is, yeah. As there should be, yeah. Um, how much is that? Uh, it's $10 for within 10 miles and $13 for the up to 15 miles. Super reasonable. That's great. Um, so not only do you have a, a wide range of time for pickup downtown. So if you're west side, it's convenient. If you're downtown, really far into the north, downtown isn't so bad. But then you have the east side, Newburgh pickup. So that's great. So you're really making it convenient for folks. We're trying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How's business been going? Like, what what are some of the challenges, obstacles um, you guys are seeing? I mean, honestly, right now, it is getting the word out to customers. Yeah. Because people all the time are like, well, I had no idea that you were yes. doing that. I'm like, well, you know, we can't really afford, like, a big, like, billboard or TV ads or radio ads. So it's having to grow a lot more organically, Organic. just pun intended. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we have to grow everything organically around here. I wish we would. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. yeah. But so you, it's just a matter of like coming in contact with the people who are interested and then hopefully mm-hmm. like using their networks to get to more people who are interested. Cause yeah, I mean, and a lot of them are kind of the local foodies that I've known for years. Sure. But then there's people that have different concerns and interests and things they want that we can actually serve their needs really well. They just don't realize we're here. Yeah. I mean, once you eat like a, that amazing fresh egg, Mm -hmm. you're never going to want to go back to a grocery store egg. Even the ones that are grown under good standards 
They're just not the same, they especially aren't. in the winter. Yes, yeah, you're exactly right. That's so true. When did Local Source start? Uh, middle of April in 2022. So we're not even a year old yet. Oh my yet. goodness. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the growing pains is still figuring things out a bit. I didn't realize you were that new. Yeah. Right. And how did it come about? Oh, okay. Well, it was a group of local farmers. They'd actually been talking for quite a while and they had wanted to put something like this together. Um, a lot of you will remember uh, Market Wagon mm-hmm. was in town. Mm-hmm. So our system is really, really similar but there were a lot of things about Market Wagon that a lot of the farmers didn't really like. And so they wanted to try to do something on their own. So then, uh, I guess it was probably January of 22, uh, Market Wagon pulled out of our area. They okay. decided to concentrate on larger cities. So that really put the pressure on. They're like, okay, if we're going to do this, we've got to figure this out and do this. Yeah. And then in April, Elbert's closed, which mm-hmm. is where a lot of them sold. Yeah, especially in the off season for farmers markets, and so it was like it's got to happen now. Yes. So Elbert's closed on the fifteenth, and I started working for them on the eighteenth. That was such a great progression for you. It was such a natural fit as you have the relationship with all the farmers already. Yeah. And such a great and with your passion for what you've done for so many years, um, can being able to continue that on. And so I really see what you're saying. It's local sources filling a void, not just for those farmers to have to be able to sell, but just consumers, like you said, market yeah. wagon pulled out, Albert's closed. I mean, we were losing these avenues of, of getting really good quality, locally grown foods and um, not really having a way to do that. It's so hard for local farmers to get into the bigger supermarket chains. Sure. Because even when they do encourage local, they often have pretty large requirements. Like you need to be able to deliver 40 pounds of your product every single week. Mm. And, you know, so many of our farmers around here, it's like, well, you know, that that's like really taxing me. Sure. And, you know, and so. I don't know how you could predict that anyway. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let like, alone climate change issues yeah. and all the effects and of agriculture and bugs. And, and yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So. When I imagine their percentage is probably a little higher too that they would take. I don't know. But most likely, I doubt yeah. Especially compared control. to like a farmer's market. Right, right. Yeah. But so to have, so for the farmers that started it, they really, really wanted like a year round way to be able to connect with consumers pretty directly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, well, because several of them are like our urban year round farmers. Um, Scott Anderson, one of the founders, does Ape Aquaponics, which does the lettuces the, yes. and uh, beautiful edibles. Um, mm-hmm. They have started the indoor mushroom grow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. So those are some of the, the founding farmers. The other founders are um, the Schultzes that run Evansville Countryside Orchard. So they don't have a whole lot in the winter, although they do quite a bit of um, like jams and jellies and things, mm. apple sauces. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but the other farmers, I mean, they really were planning on having a lot of product in the winter and not a lot of places to sell it. Yeah. Yes. So this gives them, so like you said, even um, now that this is here and as the customer base grows, then maybe they'll be able to grow and have a desire to, to, like you said, extend their growing time as much as possible and be able to produce more when the demand is there. Absolutely. So if, if someone's listening and they like the idea, they think it's great, what would cause them to, like, what's the motivation when they can go at the grocery and they can buy everything up there at one time? Um, why would they make the change? So one of the things that makes the most sense to me, and we talked about this a little bit, was the externalities of food. Yes. Like all of those costs that 
get pushed off to someone else or something else mm-hmm. to get us like very, very inexpensive food in the grocery store. So yeah. like for your listeners, I mean, in your store, you focus so much on the externalities of like plastic waste and mm-hmm. like single use items and like who's paying for the billions of years it'll take for those things to degrade if they ever do. That's exactly right. And in food, there are so many of those costs. Mm-hmm. I mean, packaging is definitely one of them, but like kind of a, a minor one in some ways. You know, you look at even like transportation costs. Like, oh my goodness, yeah. There were yeah. fresh cherries at the grocery the other day and I'm deeply addicted to fresh cherries. <laughs> so I, I bought some and I'm like, how in the world can this like very perishable item that must be handpicked have been shipped for Peru right for right. 7.99 a pound i'm like I just don't believe that's possible. Yeah, like, so, yeah. so somebody else is paying all those costs. That's so true. You know, I encourage folks um, to look at those fruit. And fruits are difficult to get local right now. You know, yeah. we I understand that. One great thing, though, is to buy up in bulk from local sources in the summer and freeze if you're at all possible, if you can. Um, but I'd really just challenge folks to look at the containers of their produce and see all the diff- the countries that they're coming from. Yeah. And, and like you said, not... The, the transportation, the the things that they have to be sprayed, they're picking them when they're not ripe so that they can get here and sort of be ripe. So just the taste, the quality, the nutrient density, all of those things are lacking compared to us being able to get something a few miles away. Yeah. And so much of the externalities of a lot of those food is like the workers not the workers. being paid very well. Yes. I mean, they're just like paying them like absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. can barely live to like do this subsistence farming or just do the harvesting. And that's one of the things that in a lot of ways is the best about local food is yeah. with your small local farmer, like the cost is in there. Like they're paying themselves, you know, mm-hmm. if they have employees, they're often like teenagers. Cause you know, it's not a full-time job, but it's, right. uh, but that is in the cost. They're not exploiting labor. <laughs> yeah. And exploiting the environment and exploiting all of these things. You're right. Like a comparative, Thing of with like clothing, you know, we carry a couple sustainable clothing brands and they do cost more because the cost is truly reflective of it. You know, one is 100% cotton, it's organic, it's grown and sewn in every in the United States. So there's, you know, you can follow that production line all the way back and know everyone's being paid as pay fairly, the environment isn't paying the cost. You know, all of those things are, are being checked off along the way and, and there's transparency versus fast fashion. Yeah, you get a t-shirt for five bucks. That's not reality. Like you can't, it's, it's not reflective. And it's, we're, we're all paying the, those costs of all of those things, just maybe not in dollar bills. Yeah. Well, in, in future costs and yeah, in yeah. all the things that we're going to have to like fix and clean up later that just get, yeah, in the transportation and the, the road. Yeah. All the chemicals in the terrible manufacturing practices mm-hmm. that, yeah, and that the beauty of local food is that, yeah, all, all our farmers aren't growing organically. Um, we try to be pretty pr- transparent about that, mm-hmm. but most of them, even if they're not organic, are much better. Yeah. You know, th- if they're using pesticides, they're using it in a very targeted way because yeah. they don't want to lose their crop to a bug. They're not just spraying everything mm-hmm. or, you know, it, just to um, I don't know, maximize the profits on, like, a huge plot of land. They're like... 
really making it count. I mean, it's kind of the same with fertilizers and things. Like, and Mm -hmm. most of our most prolific farmers grow to near organic standards because it's how they want to live. It's what they want to do. And uh, they feel good about the products they make. Yeah, and some of them aren't, they can't call themselves certified organic because that's a really expensive process, right? It is really expensive. And there's some things that are just can be impossible for people. You, okay. Your ground can't have been conventionally farmed for, I think, seven years. So, like, say you inherit oh, wow. farmland from a grandparent who had farmed. Even if you want to grow organically, you may have to wait a long time before you could be certified. And yeah, you're right, the certifications really expensive and pretty onerous. It's a lot of work to get certified organic. Yeah. So some, a lot of our folks are just farming naturally and farming good and quality and, and uh, may not have that certification, but at least like you said, the transparency is there or heck, you know, the farmer, you can get to know the farmer and ask them a question. If oh. you have a question about what they, what they use, what they're doing, what their practices are, by all means, we can re- reach out and I'm sure communicate. Oh, definitely. Way. And, and most special. of them, I think, are really happy to talk about their practices. Sure. It's what they're, they do. They're proud of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, not to sound um, dramatic or whatever, but, you know, we're talking about paying the cost in other ways. And I'm thinking truly, like, even doctor's bills later down the road, you know, oh. I mean, or in vitamins or whatever. Now I still supplement some, but, you know, just our food isn't as, as nutrient-dense. So I feel like, you know, depending, you have to supplement more. I mean, that's all getting into the weeds a bit but I mean truly they're all costs yes that's right for sure so that's I mean that's that's a great motivator when you can and it does it takes a little practice I'll I'll admit even myself um to get on there and make sure I have my order in and by midnight on Tuesday but they the email once you get in the system that you'll email your reminder which I really appreciate but you guys don't inundate our mailbox so that's appreciated too but I get the reminder um, get my order in. And, and what I really like is if my cart, if I just add some things in my cart through the week, then I get that reminder like, hey, don't forget, you've got stuff in your cart, make sure you get it, you know, get it through so that the order goes through. Um, it's like getting in the habit of going to a farmer's market on Saturday. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, harder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but this I can do from, you're right, I can do from my keyboard. I mean, some office. of our most dedicated customers, they come, they pick up, they go home, and I see they put in next week's order. Mm, that's a great <laughs> I mean, idea. Like, I'm impressed that you can think that far ahead yeah. and know what you're going to cook next week. <laughs> Kudos to you. <laughs> right. But like, yeah, they're like, I'm not missing a week. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's great. And that Napa cabbage, and I will say, I'm surprised um, if I don't get to it that week. Like, the things that still stay, stay fresh and good that I can still use even that following week. It's it's just such, such good food. Um, I, I love it. I appreciate the service and uh, want to see it grow and continue. So I have high hopes for it, I think, as we get the word out. And especially, you know, because right now, yeah, there's not many vegetables. We've got a nice selection, but it's not huge and amazing. So I think this mm-hmm. spring will probably really be when things explode. Because we'll have stuff before the farmer's market's open. Hopefully we'll get people to like see what we have, get excited about it, get in the habit and decide like, oh, well, I've got stuff to do this Saturday. I'll just order from local source. I'm not going to make it to the farmer's market. Yeah. Yeah. And you're still supporting a lot of those same farmers. They overlap quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yes. I love it. So I just want to reiterate as we kind of close up here, website again. Uh, localsourceswi.com. So that's probably Southwest Indiana. Is that what SWI stands for? Yeah, okay. that's correct. So localsourceswi.com. 
Mm-hmm. You can go on and create an account just so you're in the system, right? Yes. And once you do, then you'll start getting our emails, like the reminders. Usually it's just two a week, but that'll also let you know if we've got new be- new vendors, new items, um, if anything's like on special or on sale. Um, yeah. And the sign-up process is is pretty easy, just like basic information. Um, well, what I like too is you guys store the card. Yeah. Like I, once you put your credit card in there, like I don't have to worry about entering that every week. You guys, that is convenient. I can go in and just click buy and I'm done. Yeah. And pretty much everyone uses it. But if for any reason you'd be like, oh, I just need to pay cash this week. No problem. We can do that too. We can, oh. we can take a check. Okay. You know, most people use the credit card. It's just so much easier. It's Since, very convenient. I know there are some people like my mom is one, like doesn't want to do any credit card online. I get it. Really. COVID broke most but, of us. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly, you're exactly right. Um, I'm like convenience all the way. I'll deal with um, theft later or identity theft, but um, may it not be. Um, but yeah, well, good. I didn't know there was an option though. Cash, check. Did you just pay on pickup? Yes. Yeah. Yep, just pay on pickup. I, we're working on EBT, but that has proven to be like, harder than it should okay but so hopefully sometime in the next year we will get that worked out with the state as well oh great yeah okay and then you know side note on the meat I know you mentioned you have a lot of meat right now and since it's winter fabulous and I I don't eat a ton of meat um so I feel like I'm I feel okay to you know I'm paying a little bit more but I am again but I'm not I'm I'm paying for that quality and all that cost is is wrapped up in what I'm purchasing and I just feel so good about it. It is just such high quality. The taste is different. It's just, it's so good. Yeah. Well, and I mean, not to be a bummer, but so much of the externalities of meat are put off on the suffering of the animals. And for small farmers, there's no profit to be made by putting the animals in the horrible conditions to make them suffer, you know, to keep them in like packed together in such filth that you have to give them antibiotics all the time. You wouldn't want to live on that farm. So, yeah. So, and, I mean, if you look, a lot of our farmers are a little more expensive, but compared to like national brand organics, they're really not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only if you can't compare them to like kind of crappy conventional meat. Sure. So yeah, very very good quality. Some of well, like that industrialized meat that truly you do pay the cost for. I mean, it just the, yeah. the, the antibiotics, the hormones, the everything else you're getting in that, as well as like you said, the the treatment of that animal is just horrific yeah yeah so definitely if you're a meat eater check out our meats you can feel a lot better about them excellent quality yeah not suffering tastes Mm -hmm. amazing yeah it really does it does so good well that's great well and then socials last how can people can people find you guys social media oh yeah we are uh let's see we're on facebook and instagram local source swi on both of those i believe Okay. Um, Probably Google Earth, so not Google, but search (laughs) it in the social media platform, local source. Yes. And you all would come up. We are on on the socials. Okay. All right. So please find them on socials. Check out their website, localsourceswi.com. And uh, if you have any more questions, I'm sure um, can folks contact you? There's probably an email or contact form on the website. Uh, There is. um, And then my direct is just caroline at localsourceswi.com. Okay. Um, she'd be, she's the woman that knows. So, um, shoot her an email if you have any questions and so, so helpful. You've always been so helpful at Albert's through the years. And it's just, I'm so glad to see you in this role and just doing what you know, doing what you love. And it's, it's truly a service to the community. So we all thank you so much. Oh, 
Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to reach out to your audience because I feel like uh, your audience probably cares a lot about the same thing that we care about. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I hope it helps and we'll continue to share. And if you guys are already local source folks, make sure you're sharing the word. Um, don't just assume other people know, because I know I have, I've mentioned it and to people I thought would know and they didn't. And I'm like, oh, whoa. So we always just be intentional about sharing that, sharing the good news there. Yeah, help us get the so, word out. Yes, absolutely. Well, thanks again, Caroline. We'll look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks so much, Mary. Thanks again for Caroline uh, to taking the time to be with us. And thanks for you for listening, whether you choose to um, do that while passing the time while you drive, clean the house, or, or maybe exercise. We appreciate you making us part of your day. Uh, I hope this has educated you. I know I've learned a lot and um, maybe it inspires you as it does me to set aside maybe even a portion of your budget for locally sourced goods this year um, and 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 be sure to check out um, local source. I'm not uh, too much into setting New Year's resolutions, but I think this is going to be one of them. So we would appreciate it. Make sure you check them out on all their socials, Facebook, Instagram at local source and their website again is localsourceswi.com. Uh, speaking of supporting local, we appreciate your support of this local podcast. So if you like it, please share, subscribe, and maybe even review us. Only if it's good. And until next time, don't forget to waste less and live more. <laughs>